Hello, and welcome back to Chats with Ats. I'm slightly nervous for today's episode because I'm doing something different that I haven't done before, which is reacting to a video, particularly um, an ex-Christian or a deconstructing and evangelical type person TikTok. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be controversial, and I'm just going to speak to the best of my knowledge and tell you why this lady is, I, I don't want to say wrong, but where she's coming from and how that's wrong. Okay, let's get started. A little bit nervous, but let's go. Hi, Debbie. Um, I'm going to guess that you've just recently found my TikTok, because if you've been around for a while, then you would know that I don't talk about whether any gods are real. What I talk about is whether the Christian God is good. And those are really just different conversations. And I'm obsessed with this topic because I was a Christian for 20 years, because I was educated in Christian schools, because I was trained in Bible-based logic, rhetoric, systematic theology, and apologetics. Because I know that it is not a coincidence that a country that bases its morality on the Christian God is also a country in which the majority of homeless youth are LGBT kids kicked out by their Christian parents. It's not a coincidence that we have not ratified the rights of the child. It's not a coincidence that it took us hundreds of years to eliminate slavery. It's not a coincidence that police are defended in their acts of brutality. It's not a coincidence that we've turned our prisons into an industrial complex where we throw people away and forget about them. None of these are coincidences. They align with the morality of the Christian God. All right. That was rough. Okay. So there's a lot to talk about and we'll see if I can get to the second TikTok of hers that I wanted to cover today. But mainly what I wanted to talk about is why, why she's doing this. Um, now I've only seen a few of her TikToks, you know, I'm, I haven't been following along for too long. Um, but a couple things are clear. A, she's not debating whether God is real. Um, in fact, from the context, it seems like she thinks he is real. Um, it's quite interesting. You would be shocked at how many people, if you ask them, and even if you're not religious, that's okay. This is an interesting conversation and it's important because a lot of liberals are on her side. Um, but she is more concerned about debating whether the Christian God is good. So specifically the Christian God, which I understand because she was a Christian for a long time. She wasn't. Or, you know, she is out of the faith. But to me, it seems like she never was because once God knows you, he knows you. You are his child forever. Um, some people who claim to know him, in the end, he'll say, I never knew you because in their hearts, they never truly followed him or believed him to be the God and put their faith in him. But what this lady is saying is that the Christian God is bad or implying she didn't directly say it. Um, so first I wanna talk about, I just wanna ask you a question, okay? Does this lady seem happy to you? I don't know, you know, I am not inside anyone's head or their heart, but to me it seems like this lady, she kind of gives off, gives off a bitter essence. Um, and she just seems angry, which I suppose with her stance, I can 
see why she's angry. But then again, her argument is completely baseless and hilariously a joke. Um, so one point that she makes is that America was founded off of Christianity. And so then she goes into the, it's no surprise that this and this and this and this. Um, but that's very picky and choosy because you don't have to be a Republican to know that America is an envied country. It is the land of the free. We have more freedoms here than in any other country in the world. <laughs> um, we have more rights. Other people who live in other countries want to move to America and work hard to get here. Um, I'm, I don't know for sure, but I'm assuming that this lady also thinks that the borders should be open. Um, well, if America is so bad, then why don't we just keep the borders shut? Um, that's not my stance on it, but just kind of, there's a little bit of hypocrisy there. And the reason is, is because she's coming from a place of hurt, it seems. And what's crazy is that she doesn't, she's not even debating if the Christian God is real. Like many people who are agnostic or atheist, they would be more interested in the topic of, is God real? Prove it to me or, or you know, prove why he's not real. So, but this lady, she isn't going to that. Why isn't she going into that? Well, when you are de deconstructing a view, you are creating another one. So her current religion, because everyone has a religion or whatever you want to call it, because we are by nature worshipful beings. We always obsess about something or put our greatest hope into something and that's going to change person to person but I would hope that it's towards God as a Christian myself um but so her deconstruction deconstruction of Christianity is more so her justifying her own problems so that she doesn't have to face the reality or more so she feels bitter because her morals don't match up with what God's morals are. Um, which honestly, the people that are deconstructing religion are just leaving because they their, their own morals don't match up with God's because if they did think God was perfect, why would they leave the religion? Now, many people, and I've seen these people coming up as like, um, what do you call it? Religious trauma coaches, like it's some therapeutic thing. Now, if you were abused by people who happen to be religious, um, you know, you should go to therapy for that and heal that wound and don't be around people who have abusive tendencies. But to cancel out an entire religion because people were not treating you correctly is not theologically sound. Um, and it leads me to believe that people who do do these things or believe in that are doing it because of other reasons and maybe the hurt or the, the perceived hypocrisy of people is their excuse um, and their blame so that they can justify it to themselves in order to escape escape that religion. 
Now, you can believe whatever you want to believe, but when you're deconstructing a faith, don't expect people to take that lightly and don't expect people to not fight out or fight back against that. Um, I haven't read like the comments, so I'm not totally sure how she handles that, but she definitely comes off as as a harsh person. No offense, but she just does. She seems very hurt and bitter and mean, which is not the best example of her persona now as a deconstructed Christian. Now, of course, Christianity is more about just loving your neighbor, but those are very simple and very agreeable facts about Christianity that non-Christians, of course, agree with. Um, and we're no longer living in a world where you can just have your own little bubble of what you believe because people are mostly liberals and leftists have started to speak out. Conservatives have stayed in their little boxes for so long, which is why we've gotten to this awful place. You see now that leftists are governing more states in America than ever, and now things are starting to get bad. That's not a coincidence. There are some ways of management that ultimately come from your core values and beliefs that are negatively effect affecting millions of people. So we're going to talk about it. Let me see. I wrote down some notes here because I had to think about this first. Um, one thing is when someone is not being a good example of their religion, you don't blame Beethoven if someone plays Beethoven wrong. Um, I know this lady seems to be directing most of that negative attention on God, but she's attacking the religion and the people with it as well. So her main argument is, is God, is the Christian God good? Well, I would, if I could talk to her, I would say, how can you determine something is good when you don't have a standard for what is true? Because if you don't know what is true, then how can you determine something is good? Truth comes before your own personal morals, okay? Because everyone has their own personal morals and evaluations of things. Those obviously vary. But her problem is with the morals of God. And she talks about him in a context as if she does believe in him, but she hates him. And I'm, I think she's been hurt by people. And I think there is a lot of problems in her own life that she doesn't want to take ownership for. And she feels convicted about it. And the only way that she can justify it is by saying that God is not good. Which is very sad, but that's what's happening. People in the last 10, maybe 20 years, maybe more, it's happened slowly over time. But people have started to view religion as a, as a cult, as a rule book as a as immoral morals um but that is simply not true and the rise of social media has allowed people to join whatever communities they want to and get their information from people that they don't know and they can't be sure that they love them your parents love you everyone most people's parents love them um, and unfortunately, social media has allowed people to 
go into groups where people don't love them and slowly get influenced and slowly deconstruct their own faith. Um, so if you think LGBTQ is moral and good, um, you have to be able to defend that because if you don't have a standard for what is good, then you're pulling things out of thin air. And society consensuses change all the time. For example, Hitler and the Nazis, their entire group, thousands of people, maybe more, I don't know the numbers, they believed what was a greater good, but they were wrong, and that was a consensus. So consensuses are no good. You have to have some reason behind knowing what is good. Now, I do not think that any children, no matter what they believe, should be left homeless. I don't know if she pulled that out of thin air or if it's some statistic, but I'm doubtful that that's true. Um, and I'm very sure that LGBTQ homelessness is a low number, or we would have heard things about that from the raging leftist media. Like, you just know you would have heard that, and they would have been shoving that down conservatives' throats. So that leads me to doubt the, um, the truth of that fact, or that statistic. Another thing is, we kind of covered America a bit, but America is an amazing country, and people who live here are very glad to live here. Um, we're not in some third world country where we don't have enough to eat. And I know that's a cliche argument, but many countries are still like that. Or many countries, they, you know, like the UK or Canada, they're up there, but they still have more restrictions and laws and they have less freedoms. And another big one is slavery. America was one of the first countries to abolish slaveries. So when she says it took hundreds of years, that's a very one-sided perspective that she's picking and choosing her information to attack something. So it's very deceptive, very wrong in her intent of that because that information is just no good. I think most of the racism in today's society is fabricated um, and the more we talk about race, the worse it'll get. And look what's happened in the last three years. Do you think it's gotten better or do you think it's gotten worse? I don't know about you, but it's gotten a lot worse. Um, so we need to handle it case by case. People who are racist should be punished, but it's just not a common thing. It's not a thing. It's not a societal problem. America is actually a lot less racist than many other countries and there are still slaves in other countries right now and I do not see BLM doing anything about that. I don't think I don't see this lady talking about that because they don't care about racism. They are using a narrative for their own good. If the if you really care about race so much then they should be aware of current slavery going on in other countries and helping those people. But they're not because they're not, it's just the slight racism within the wall confines of America. So my point is this lady is being very picky and choosy on her evidence. Um, even liberals and Democrats know that America is a greater country. This is not a lady that is happy, clearly. And she 
has very many false facts about things and a very unrealistic perspective on America's state of goodness versus as compared to the rest of the world. And if you're at a point where you won't follow something that you even think is true, then, I mean, like, if you, if she believes in God, but she doesn't think he's good, like, she's got it coming, honestly. Like, why should, why is God obligated to create you? Why is he obligated to feed you oxygen? Why is he obligated to give you food and give you the opportunity to build your life. Why is he? What did we do to deserve that? We just existed and we mess up every day. So why is he obligated to give you something? He's absolutely not. And any problems in the world have come that are not like natural disasters have come out of people. People make decisions to do wrong. So I think a God is great if he allows you to have freedom of will, which clearly he does. Um, in the fall of the world, the world was perfect before we messed up. Um, it's unfortunate, but that's how it is. And there, there's just no, there's no obvious evidence for her claim. She doesn't state it. She's just a bitter person who is being influenced by Satan, in my opinion. I don't care what you think of that if you're not religious. Demons and angels are real. The worst thing, or the best thing a demon can get you to believe is that they're not real. But they are. I'm not saying every wrong thing is demonically influenced, but this lady clearly is because she's very antagonistic against a, ho a whole group of people. And statistically, and these are real facts, Christians have done so much more than non-Christians. If you're non-Christian, I'm not saying you're inherently bad, but records have shown Christians have started the most orphanages. Christians have started so many non-profits and given money to people and help people. So just because people who claim to be Christians have mistreated you or abused you, maybe a whole church, is that really grounds to so-called so deconstruct an entire religion? Is that grounds for that? Um, there's a very good reason that you don't hear people talking about Islam or Buddhism or other religions. And is it because they don't do bad things? Absolutely not. Islamic people have literally been terrorists. 9-11 and several other terroristic situations, Al-Qaeda, and so forth, those are actual forms of violence that are actually recorded and actually consistent and frequent enough to be concerned about, but you will never, almost never see anyone who is agnostic or atheist or a different religion coming after religions like Islam, which started with violence. Christianity did not. It started with healing and peace. Islam started with violence. If you're Islamic, I don't mean to judge you at all, but these are real facts. I don't think you're a terrorist. I'm just saying this is what happened and there's hypocrisy in society when they do not judge people for actual acts and then they judge an entire religion for a couple of people's acts. Um... 
you know, in the Bible, it says that Christians will be persecuted. It says that we're not of this world and this is our burden to bear while we're here. Our job is to help more people know the truth and I hope that I'm doing my part in saying this because I really believe it. And I just, I'll pray for this lady. I'm sure she's encountered abuse or something of the nature, but it is clear to me that she was never a Christian. She was never truly in the faith. Um, and it gives her no right to be like this and negatively influence people like this. A good rule of thumb, if you're going to be taking advice from someone, especially theologically or psychologically, ask yourselves, do you want to have a similar mental state or similar aura as this person? Well, I don't know about you, but I would not want to have a similar aura as that lady. Um, same thing as you don't want to take advice on health from a fat person. No offense, but because clearly they're not <laughs> right in their heads to speak about health. So, um, it was a bit of a more rough episode today. I just, I really want to be as honest as possible, as truthful as possible. I don't want people to be led astray. These are my honest opinions. Um, and you know, as you know, I've changed my opinions before. I might adjust some things later on. But in this moment, I want to be as authentic as I can and tell you things how it is. So, I hope this inspired you in some way. I hope it encouraged you. Maybe. <laughs> I hope it was entertaining, at least. Um, and this was a good talk. Thank you so much for watching.